welcome to Where RA Now, a podcast dedicated to catching up with former RAs and hearing where their journey of life has taken them since their glory days at New York University. I'm tonight's co-host, Melody Mendez, a senior from LA studying accounting and economics and an RA in Founders Hall. And I'm Tom Ellett, your other co-host, and I serve as the Senior Associate Vice President of Student Affairs. Melody, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Tom. It's a pleasure to have you, and you live where I live. Oh, I do, in Founders Hall, the best built. Can I say you that? Can say that. Okay. <laughs> so what do you like about Founders Hall so much? Well, honestly, what's there not to like? I remember as a freshman, I loved the big rooms and the views. I was on the 25th floor. Now I love the people. I, that's oh, all I have to say. They're the best. What floor are you on now? 15. We've moved around a lot, though. I've been on 25, 22, 7, and now 15. Wow. Yeah. And you worked in the summertime one time? Twice, Twice now. Yes. Okay, that's why the moving. Yes, and then again this summer. Oh, so wow. you have a lot of me. So tell me what you want to do long term with your career. There's like two stages, really. Okay. So I'm, I currently accepted an offer. I will be an auditor in San Francisco back home for EY, am I allowed to You say can that? say that, congratulations. <laughs> uh, thank you. But long term, I really would like to go into the private sector as opposed to public accounting. I love Disney, so my ultimate goal is to like be CFO. Okay, you will be. <laughs> now, do you go to LA and go to Disney in on the West Coast? I do, so when I was home, we had annual passes. So East Coast or West Coast, gotta answer that question. For me, it's a no-brainer. It's West Coast. Oh, I know. I know. I, I, you know, answer. I'm moving back. My family, I'm a people person. Okay. My family's home. All right. That's fair that's enough. Not, that's yeah. fair enough. Now, Union Square, have you taken advantage of the food, the activities, and all of the hubbub of Union Square? <laughs> I, I'd like to think so. I'd, I'd, I'd hope so. But actually, maybe not, because some of my first years uh, have done so much more in their, what, semester here than I have in all seven of mine. So... We're trying to squeeze in a lot in this last one. Here. Okay, you yeah. will, I have no doubt. And tonight's guest is really, you're looking at a track towards what he's doing in yeah, his career. Yeah, exactly, yes. Excellent. So who is our guest tonight? Tonight's guest is Jonathan Wu, who served as an RA in Hayden Hall, now known as Lipton Hall, for John Kozlowskis and Michael Kirk during the 2003 to 2004 academic years. Welcome, Jonathan, and thank you for joining us on today's show. It's a real pleasure having you on. How are you? And where are you now? I'm doing well. I'm currently working in New York, living in Midtown East, working downtown in the consulting area. I moved to New York about four years ago as a group in New Jersey, and I've been consulting for about a year now. Great, John. It's great to have you on the, on the podcast. Tell us what you've done since you graduated way back in 2004. I spend a good deal of time at an insurance company, and I had signed on with this insurance company winter prior to my graduation in 2004. I was with that company for a good number of years doing different accounting and financial functions. And during that time, I picked up the CPA license. I was able to travel to different countries due to the good work-life balance. I took the opportunity to get involved in my local church in different activities. And after I had finished that stint at that insurance firm, I moved on to the consulting industry. And in my spare time, I've done a combination of things ranging from singing to dancing to running. I ran the New York City Marathon and the Half Marathon. So I tried to stay active, exploring the city, pushing myself with career and supporting my family. 
Well, we're going to dig into all these things. And Melody has a lot of connections with you. I right? do. Wait, John, I just ran the New York City Marathon this past November, the 2018 one. <laughs> Good for you. That's crazy. That's phenomenal. That's <laughs> phenomenal. Okay, so wow, that's a lot. I guess let's jump back then to your time at Washington Square. What did you study while you were here at NYU? I was a double major in finance and CPA accounting at NYU Stern. So I did two majors at the same time. Were you involved in extracurricular activities, John, while you were here? Yes, I did about three or four activities. I was involved in a Christian club, an investment club. I did some activities with the student council within Stern NYU, and I was a um, clarinet player within the NYU concert band. Did you always want to be an RA while in undergrad? Yes. I learned about them when I first started college, and throughout the term of the year during, my, during those university years, I looked up to them as a resource, uh, in some ways like a big brother, a big sister, and they seemed to be just a very personable human resource. What was it like to work on the Hayden staff working with John and Michael? The experience working with John and Michael, to be frank, was a very good learning experience because they brought a certain personality and recruited a staff that had a very wide-ranging personality base as well as different experiences to boot. We had people who were very talkative and people who were more reserved like myself. And I found that it was good to learn from their academics as well as how they just related as people. I thought that it brought me out of my shell, my comfort zone, as I was usually a very reserved person growing up. And I came out of that experience being less reserved as I moved into the workforce. Good deal. Yeah, definitely. I think the RA role will, will do that to you, definitely. Uh, so then while you were in RA, what kind of relationships did you have with your residents? Like now it's you've been out for a while, so are you still like in touch with any of them or anything like that? Yes. A number of them I had somewhat of a bond because one student was studying business and he was in a similar major as I, finance and accounting. And I felt that he and I bonded in terms of the academic material and career ambition. I also felt that I had a kinship with certain students who had a similar personality, whether because we came from a similar culture or just shared experiences. I don't keep in touch with the people who are the freshmen on my floor because we just essentially moved on with our lives. We have very different interests. But through Facebook and LinkedIn, I'm able to just see how they're doing because people post things on the newsfeed and yeah, I, they saw me as sort of like a big brother as or a career resource, a good neighbor, if you will. John, what made you interested in a career in accounting? I saw accounting as a very basic building block of business. I saw that accounting is the way um, business people talk, and it seemed like it would be a very good practical way to get a job quickly after college. And I found that it was a good supplement to this strong, stern finance major. So I guess then going off of that, was it easy to then find a job after you graduated? Like, do you feel Stern prepared you for your career in the financial sector? I felt that they did prepare me. They had the personnel with the professors. They had the resources like the books and the tools in the classroom. I felt that more importantly, they brought the students to a position to succeed in bringing the employers to the campus and helping students with just basic foundational needs with resumes and re interview critique. I thought that they provide a good gateway to 
getting the students into the workforce after they finished their four years. What made you want to go on for the CPA? I felt that after the first three or four years working insurance, accounting, that the CPA was needed to advance whether I was going to stay in business or move within the accounting realm. More people often than not asked me if I was doing the CPA or if I already had a CPA. So I felt that the demand was there and I felt that the CPA accounting major helped me to get some sort of a grasp on the actual exam material. What was it like studying for the CPA while you were also working? I know both are incredibly time intensive. It was a challenge. It was a challenge because I had to make time while taking New Jersey Transit in and out of the city. I had to make time to sacrifice weekends with friends. I had to make sure that I would stick to a plan where I was doing you know, the lectures, the problem sets, and the mock exams according to schedule so that I could put myself in position to succeed because the exam is a grueling process and commuting and doing the actual accounting work It does require demand on the mind and the body, but I felt like having the good work-life balance enabled me to get the exam done and pushed me forward to other opportunities down the road. Then going off of that, do you think working in the field helped you on the CPA because you were actually immersed in the test subjects? I felt that working in the field did help me because I saw the financial taxation business law, and the auditing aspects are tested in the job. The thing I realized is that I got a taste of the test concepts in the job, but I felt that the test experience was very different because it dives so much more into the public realm, and I was coming from the corporate realm. Public accounting is different from private accounting, but I thought that what I had learned in insurance accounting provided at least some sort of foundation to help me succeed in the test, although it was very intense. What makes someone ready to move from one company to another? When you, when you think of that process, I'm always interested for us to share with current RAs that process that you may not be at the same company for 25, 35, 40 years and then retire. What was that thinking for you in that process of moving from one company to another? I'll be very candid. It was kind of jarring because I think in, my, in our generation, we came from a place where our parents had stayed in one company for a long time, and I had to learn how to learn and just be nimble to talk to people, you know, get onto the website to submit my resumes and just be aware of my skills and potential skills. Because during the time that I graduated, 2004, preceded the financial crisis, and it also preceded uh, much of the changes that are going on even now. And I find that with the advent of a lot of social media with regards to job search, you'll continue to find the opportunities within that first company and continue to talk to people as I moved on to the second and third company. And it's not easy for the reason that each company and each project and each manager in particular had a certain kind of style for how they expected of the employees. So I had to continue to not only look outward, but also to grow inward so that I was succeeding at the job, but also keeping a longer-term vision of whether I want to stay in accounting or move to investments, which I eventually did. And then what made you want to move into consulting? The opportunity to go into consulting came out of the blue. I got an email and a phone call from someone who knew someone at this company, at this consulting outfit, who knew about the consulting need here at my current employer, I did not actually go out and find the company. The company kind of found me through this connection. 
but I had told my contact uh, who referred me that I had a keen interest in consulting because I took management consulting at NYU and I felt that the skills like becoming being an RA and working with diverse teams would suit me well to succeed as a potential management consultant. Since you mentioned the RA position, what skills do you think you've taken from your time as an RA in terms of placing it into what you do daily today? The skills in being an RA, you learn to be a good leader, you learn to speak in public, you learn to work with the team. And if I may break that down, you know, leading a project like a program had a correlation to leading of initiative at work, whether it's working with a spreadsheet or working on a document with a group, you know, like a group paper. Public speaking came to effect where I went from speaking to freshmen on the floor to speaking on a webcast or in front of coworkers, you know, in a live session to train them on accounting topics. And then teamwork came to effect where I was working with 12 other people in the staff team or working with, say, John or Mike. And that helped me to understand then, you know, working with, say, six people who I worked with on an engagement and then working with client management and then engagement partners to be able to work within different levels of stakeholders to speak to different audiences, to know their needs and to anticipate them beforehand. And also purely leadership to just have a vision and have it carefully thought out and executed. I think that the RA role in a broad sense prepared me from going from paraprofessional to a purely professional role. Yeah. So I think it's clear that the RA role has like a lot of benefits outside of the actual role itself to transition. But what surprised you most about being an RA or the skills you gained from this role? I think that at times the time commitment that was driven by residents and staff stress, sometimes the fear of failure, and also the changing needs of the residents and staff. By way of example, my residents, I remember clearly, had diverse personalities and interests. Some were into the arts, some were into business, some were into sports, some were just just into partying. And the staff also had a wide range of personalities from people who are more conservative, people who are more liberal in terms of just style. And I knew that the time commitment was going to be big, but I also realized the need to exceed the expectations and to really be there for them as much as possible, given much of the issues that we grappled with during that 2003-2004 year, which was a very challenging year. Yeah, I remember it well. Maybe you can talk a little bit about your travels around the world. Where have you gone and what have you seen? I've gone to Asia, I've been to Tokyo, I've been to Beijing, Taipei. So China, Taiwan, Japan, I've been places I've been to. I've also gone to Europe, done Western Europe, London, Rome, Africa, Morocco. I've been able to go to different places within continental U.S., West Coast, East Coast, and to Caribbean. I've been blessed to be able to travel with family or friends, just seeing different cultures, Western Civ, Eastern Civ, and it's just been mind-blowing to see how much of the world there is beyond the New York City boundaries. Talk a little bit about the dance. Do you still dance? Because you did at one time when you were undergrad. <laughs> I dance hip hop. And it was derived from my younger years when I liked to go to dance parties, listening to hip hop and popular music. It's funny because I grew up playing classical music on instrumentals. 
And I remember in the school dance, we would just go out and have a good time. I kind of took that ability from marching band and playing those instruments to knowing enough to do a hip-hop choreography, which I had done for about two years with a Manhattan-based dance studio. So it was a good time to be with the studio and dance throughout different venues in New York City. And it has a route back towards you know, when I was doing those dance parties and playing classical music. So the dance parties had classical music at it? I'm trying to picture this. I grew up playing classical music, and then I eventually molded into someone who could appreciate, you know, hip-hop music, and yet somehow used my classical background uh, to remember hip-hop choreography. Very cool. That's so cool. I love it. I guess, it's not to detract from the dance, but on a more serious note, What are you most proud of in your career to date? I like the fact that I've been able to ascend to a management supervisory role as a lead consultant. I like the fact that I was able to earn the spot through partly the RA experience, partly the other work experiences I had, you know, working in corporate America. And being a consultant has allowed me to work with different kinds of people, travel, and share my skill set with different people. A close second would be the CPA. Uh, I had earned that in 2009, and I'm proud of the fact that I've been able to be a certified public accountant for going on 10 years. Great work that you've done out there in the field. Do you stay in contact with other RA alums? And if so, this is a time for some shout outs, John. John Kozlowskis and I had met up years ago, and I have not had a chance to connect with the others except for Mikey Phillips. And from time to time, I would try to touch base with Michael Kirk. I think these three men were among the close friends I had when I was on staff, but I would say we were all close because we all drew close and tightly knit during that very trying year. But these three guys are the main people who I still remember quite fondly. Okay, John, so it's time for our speed round. (laughs) So we're just going to ask you a bunch of questions now. Did you go abroad? Yes, I went on the International Study Project with Sir, and I went to Tokyo, Japan for one week. What was your best dining hall? Of course, Lipton, formerly known as Hayden. (laughs) Any celebrity sightings? Yes, Dreaming Garofalo and Susan Sarandon. Who was your favorite NYU professor? The late Aaron Hipsher, NYU Stern Accounting Department. Your guilty pleasure while at NYU. I went to the WPIX Channel 11 News with a group of residents and John to see a live taping of the news program because I met Kadi Tong and the guilty pleasure because I'm a news buff. And same trip, we were able to meet Mr. G and Jim Watkins. Finally, what was your most memorable RA experience? The day that we went to Central Park, the day that is encapsulated on my social media, the Facebook, where we sat on the rock and took a picture. I find that to be the most memorable because I look back upon that staff and just sitting there as a staff as a picture of unity. While we were very different in terms of our upbringings and experiences and personalities, It helped me to understand that there was unity in spite of those differences. Well, John, we want to thank you so much for spending some time with us tonight to discuss your journey and where your life after NYU has taken you. As always, thank you to our listeners who can stay connected with RA alums who are living the Dream School alumni version life. 
John, what a great alum you are doing great work out there and having fun and living life to the fullest, exploring and being curious. I really think that's very admirable for you to be living a life like that. So thanks for being on tonight. It was a blessing to reconnect. And hopefully as this piece goes live, perhaps we could get together in person and celebrate. It's good to hear your voice, Tom. It's good to meet you, Melody. Thank you, John. And we are going to be having an alumni event for Hayden's staff coming up in the next few months. So I will keep you abreast of that and ask you to join the committee as well. Special thanks to my engineer, Juliana Fonseca Alessa, and to the current professional staff and the alums like Michael Kirk and John Kozlowskis, who helped these RA alums get skills and develop them along their time here at NYU. If you like tonight's show, look for more content on the website. And if you want to know Ari's favorite books, go to whatthey'rereading.blogspot.com. And finally, feel free to tweet at me at T.E.Ellett for some shout outs. Until next time, think about how you can contribute to a better community wherever you are residing.